of like classy couples. I think of mm-hmm. Michelle and Barack. Yeah, we're I, not Michelle mm-hmm. and Barack. <laughs> I think, but I think of you two. I do. Well, thank oh, you. that's nice. And we're more of a Mike and Molly. Oh, Mike and Molly. <laughs> I think of Michelle and Barack, Mike and Molly, <laughs> Jason and Kristen. Jason, Kristen. Yeah. How? So let's just get a background, the spiel, how you met, yeah. fell in love, okay. and ended up married. Married. We met on Match.com. Wow, that is I know. Yeah. fascinating. Early already. on in Match.com, um, this is an ad for them. Do you guys get money for this? No. Are they still okay. around? They, they still, still exist. Yeah, they are. Oh, cool. Okay. They still exist, but you know they're not cool or hip. We met in 2004. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Um, uh, I, had, I was out here. I was in L.A. for an internship at CBS, and I was looking for friends. And I had listed on my profile, like, friends only, because I was extremely lonely, and it was Los Angeles, and I did not know anyone. And uh, Jason found me because in my profile, I listed that I liked Cameron Crowe. So okay. I did a search. Uh, so a little background on this where I a, was. Um, I was in Southwest Virginia, in uh, Blacksburg, Virginia, working for a classic rock radio station called 105.3 The Bear. All right. Um, <laughs> and I was looking on Match.com for any woman within 300 miles. <laughs> Because I figured that was a drivable range. Three hundred miles. Who liked Cameron Crow? Right. And you search Cameron Crow. Just Cameron type Crow in the words specifically. Cameron Crow. This is insane. And yeah. how many? And also keep in mind, this was like right after Almost Famous, so it was still a good time. Well, for Cameron but Crow. my yeah, it was a, that was the good era, Cameron Crow. I mean, I still I, he's my Mets. I yeah. still hope for the best. I, yeah, completely. But okay, so so he's you he is. I just I he want is. him to be. I want him to come back. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. I did a search. She was the only one that came up. I was the only search. woman uh, who liked Cameron Crow within 150 miles. 300 miles. 300 miles yeah. of Southwest Virginia. Of Southwest Virginia. But I wasn't in Southwest Virginia. I was in uh, L.A., but I'm originally from Black Mountain. So you had your Black Mountain, North Carolina, which is within that range. Within a 300-mile range. Um. So w- you reached out to me. Yeah. You winked, poked. I think it was a wink. I don't think they had the poke. Yeah. I know. This was a long um, time ago. Yeah. Um, it was pre like okay Cupid. I it think was... I sent a message. I don't think it was just a poke. Whatever. You, yeah. he, he you, had... you could pay to send a message at that point in time. I also had like a cutesy photo of me like listening like in headphones, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Tank top headphones. So I was like, ah, oh, she likes rock and roll too. So <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I, was, I was I was pitching myself as like this cool like rocker girl. I am not even slightly. Um yeah, and so then I flew out. Yeah, it was like July 4th weekend? Um, Roundabout? Around about that, yeah. I um, flew out. Jason flew out, and uh, I picked him up from LAX. And you rent a wreck, which was one of the worst cars I've ever driven. Because I was 21, and right. I couldn't rent a real car. Oh, right, yeah. You could and rent a wreck. You could rent a wreck. I'm not aware of rent a wreck, but this sounds rent like... Does it still exist? Does rent a wreck still exist? Are you just driving around a wrecked car? Is no, that the basis no, no, no. of it? Rent a wreck is technically... It's not even a wreck. It's just like a very old, stupid car. It's the sad rental cars. It's the rental cars that are close to death. They get around yeah. the liability laws of the 25-year-old right. totally. cutoff because yeah. they're basically like tricycles. You can trash this car. Yeah, it, Got was, it. it was, I think, maybe a 94 Acura or something. Sure. So, and it had <laughs> like right. a distinct, like, musty old car smell and whatever it was but it was something that they allowed me to have that was inexpensive that I could drive and I'm a terrible driver so that was even better that I didn't I wasn't afraid mm-hmm. um but yeah so I picked him up from LAX Jason was wearing a pair of shorts from Walmart I believe you know being a classic rock radio <laughs> DJ in Southwest right. Virginia most of my wardrobe came courtesy of Walmart <laughs> that makes 
makes sense. I yeah. mean, who are you? Yeah. What red carpet are you walking out there? I'm, I mean, it's <laughs> not. You don't need to they dress were, up yeah. for the job. Faded glory, and so I like took a look at him, and he had a goatee <laughs> that was like four inches long. Oh, because it hadn't been the photo. Like this is new information. You're just taking this in as right. it comes to you. Like the photo that I saw was maybe I don't remember what. I think the I think the goatee was a little trimmed in the photo. Now, yeah, this was like a, yeah. just the beard kind of goatee. That oh, just fun. Way down the one to that like goes chest down level. More than anything. Yeah, like yeah. I remember a system of a down. Great. It was that. Love. It was yeah. that time, and like a little past that time, but still that time. Right. It wasn't the time, but let's just say it was the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I was just, I looked at him, and I was like, God, <laughs> like, like this is not the person that I've been talking to. I was immediately like, Holy shit! And then um, we were walking to the car, and Jason was so like country mouse. Um, oh, he almost walked into traffic. Yeah. No. Seriously, this. Uh... I mean, I had been to big cities growing up. I had been to Toronto and he New York. He was so Virginia, you guys. Yeah, I was, I was very country Aww. mouse. Like, what are and, all these things on wheels? Like also, a bus coming right at and me. And I was country mouse, but had been in LA for one month. So, it, right. of course, so I, was, knew the I was cosmopolitan. Everything had changed. Yeah, you were a different woman. Yeah. And so then we, we uh, drove out to the beach and made out. Yeah. Um, and I was just trying to figure it out because I just didn't know, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we hooked up. We got oh, yeah. yeah, we we got hangry because you know like when you're dating someone like initially and you hook up with them and you don't want to leave the house and you are you at the expense of your own like health. Like and so like you get to a point where you're just like starving and angry, you know? That's what yeah. happened to me. I think we were both that way. We were I remember we were driving around and I remember there were, you know, LA has those gigantic posters on the sides of buildings. It was some Jim some Jim Carrey movie was being advertised <laughs> and I would point that out and Kristen would yell. Um, I was so hungry. She was so hungry. Yeah. And I didn't then care. so we went to get food at El Coyote and I, being country mouse, refused to valet my car. This of course. Is, no. Yeah. I'm not it's giving like, someone mm, my keys. What are they gonna do with my <laughs> right. vehicle? I've seen Ferris Bueller. This doesn't yeah. no. Yeah, so I just parked it on like a side street in a neighborhood around there, which also pissed her off. I just I was so annoyed to have to walk to food. I wanted to have food immediately. I get it. It was stupid. It was But this it was doesn't dumb. sound so far like no, love, love at, at first, first sight. No. Where this is the guy, we're getting married, like I don't know how you were feeling, but it doesn't sound like she was like. I was definitely like more like, yes. <laughs> also, you're 21 at the time. I don't know what your expectations were I was on marriage. I was a little older. Th- yeah, I was 26. 26. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not like you need yeah. to be meeting you the person. Have to right. the person. You have like a lot of time. So right. it's not like you went in being like, I have to find the one. No. I think what really like, I don't know, kind of broke it up in the first part, like our first meeting, we took a trip to Vegas. Yes. And, um, we were staying at the Luxor, and uh, I dropped her off at the front. Yet again, another valet situation. He would not valet his I car in Las Vegas. This is like years later. <laughs> yeah. So no, it was like no, two, was it was the next two days day. later. I um, also stuck to my valet guns. You just wouldn't do it. So it was just yeah. like, oh, who is this person who was like so charming and wonderful and funny on the phone who will not valet his car so in I, person? I parked it. I had to go to the Luxor lot, which was like maybe eight blocks away from the place. Truly, like I waited for 40 minutes. I was like, did this guy leave me in Las Vegas? That's truly what I thought. And then you showed up and I was really annoyed. Yeah. And that's when I told you, you know what? I don't want to be in a relationship. We can yeah. still hook up and be friends. Wow. And I was heartbroken. It <laughs> destroyed wow. me. And you must have I been cried. like, I bet. Yeah. What did I do? Like, I feel yeah. so, who am I as a person if I've been with her for like two days and this right. is what she says to me? Right. Yeah. I wasn't excited about Vegas in any shape, form, or oh, fashion at that point in time. <laughs> I mean, no. um, yeah. 
I know. You ate a patty melt, a very sad patty oh, melt. It was the saddest patty melt I've ever eaten at in my the Luxor. life. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Right. But that was, so that was our initial meeting. And then you went home. I went home. Um, and it was like, oh, that's going to be done. <laughs> but Jason is persistent. You also called me. I did call you. Yeah. I love that you didn't give up. Yeah. I know I didn't give up. Yeah. Um, not in a creepy way. Not in a, no, like in a in a like we're friendly right. way. It wasn't weird. Yeah. Um, but then I went home. It was just you know like a month later. I was back home um, in North Carolina after the internship, and uh, we had kind of like kept talking sort of casually a little bit. And then there was this day where we were talking, and you were like, "I'm just going to come visit you." Right? No, actually, the other side of that was you should come visit me. Okay, well, there you, you go. There you me. go. I told him to. So visit. I had to quickly get. I know. Actually, I. When you said that, I immediately hopped in the car Aww. and gave you my credit card number so you Whoa. could get me a room at the Comfort, Comfort Inn, Inn which was like... trust right away. Yeah, <laughs> completely. Yeah. What a nightmare this is. This is not a good tell for other people. I know. But then Jason came down to Black Mountain, and that was just a three-hour drive, and he walked into my house, and my mom met him and immediately <laughs> fell in love, and my dad met you and loved you, and my brother yeah. loved you. And it was like, oh, this is so easy and normal. Right. But when I'm not, when you're not like nervous and scared as hell in Los Angeles and trying to be this cool person for a new person, um, you're you're great. And so it was like you were great, and right. I was comfortable. I wasn't scared yeah. and weirded out. It was just a weird first context. Like it was a yeah. weird first date. Anything yeah. like that is, I mean, it's high pressure. There's completely. just a lot. Yeah, that, and also I think in normal dating, mm -hmm. when you're not like flying across the country, yeah, you give someone the benefit of the doubt of the second date. Exactly, like, right. you don't really know the There's first no date. There's no pressure so. to right. have someone in your space that makes for a total weekend. Sense. Yeah, and it was really really great. And I think like the thing that I kept noticing was like just how quickly everyone loved you who mm. met you um, and how easy it felt and like how you shined in the way that you shined like <laughs> over the phone you shined like in a real situation with my real well, friend. I think it was a more comfortable situation for me to like really be myself rather than like oh LA like I, I wasn't like the specter of LA wasn't yeah, like right. hanging over I me. I get that. Totally. Yeah. Um, totally. It was a very we both grew up in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah it was like home. It was a very same, similar situation when she came to visit my hometown yeah. like she immediately got along with my parents it was great. and my it sister was, it, it was so easy and like everyone that i had dated before that it was always a little uncomfortable meeting the families yeah. you know it was always like oh this is a weird situation i dated like rich people before but was super uncomfortable like it was like this like just like this easiness i met yeah. i remember meeting jason's dad and he like immediately walked me to like their wall of family photos and like yeah. just showing me like all of the history of the gore family <laughs> <laughs> these will all be yours yeah. someday yeah. it was truly yeah. like what a weird there's like a spot for a picture of you on the wall <laughs> yeah it was very but like so like funny and like easy and also, my dad was very. Um, he was. He was. He was a Republican. He was very conservative. Uh, he was the type that would sit in his little man cave bedroom and just yell at Fox <laughs> News all the day, all the time. Space. And then Kristen, you know, very liberal, but liked to fight with Dad about those things. And I think Dad liked that a lot. Yeah, we would yeah. have like these really, like really funny, intense conversations. This was also right. pre-Trump. This was oh, it's different times. It was different times. Child's play. You Completely. could have those conversations. No. Yeah, yeah, so so then I think we fell in love the second time. Yeah. It wasn't first. So. It wasn't first. And we got engaged uh, almost two immediately months after. Later? Two months. Yeah. I know. Wait, so, tell me about that. So, yeah. how do you go from knowing yeah. I love this person so, to like two months? She, I went to London yeah. to study abroad because I studied abroad in the safest place possible. Oh, for sure. I did Edinburgh. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. They speak English there. Right. <laughs> it's a trash. That's all I care yeah. about. So that's going to learn King. a different language. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So 
we did the whole landline thing. So yeah. I was like in a flat in London and we would have these like long marathon conversations still. And mm-hmm. we just started talking about it, which was really crazy. But yeah. we did. And then Jason, you started talking about it, but then you also started hinting about the uh, type exactly of ring what you kind wanted. Of ring. Yeah. If he and, ever like, wanted, the carrot I don't size. fucking care. I did. You just knew. So you, knew. at that point you just knew. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I and did know. We got engaged. We took one of those uh, double-decker to tour buses, like uh, the big brown bus. I think it's called Big B Bus now, and they have they have Ooh, them in New York fancy. as well. Big brown. Um, but we were on top of that going across Westminster Bridge. Which is where there was a terrorist attack last year. Right. Mm-hmm. So still in everybody's mind. And uh, I proposed on the top of that bus. Yeah. yeah. And it just felt right. Easy, great. Felt right. Yeah. So simple, like... Just like lovely, and it was private. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like with an audience of people. Although I think some people noticed. Um, there were some Germans on the uh, on the bus that were like congratulating you know, us yeah. in German. But it wasn't like that big public thing, which is something that I hate. So oh, like, for we sure. did it like right. in this like really beautiful way that we will remember. That's lovely. I didn't use like a sky riding plane or anything so, right. like that. Like going into like the mentality of like I know of I want to be 21 21 yeah. yeah I don't know what I'm doing with my life I don't know where I'm going to end up I just yeah. know that this person is who I want to spend the rest of my life with yeah I and know that's insane it's like <laughs> I don't recommend it for other people yeah that's what I was going to ask yeah. like do you think that if someone is like you know feeling that it's like would you say to someone else the two month engagement is like not a bad idea if someone's feeling that then yes mm-hmm. I would say go for it because it yeah. clearly worked and we've been together how many years uh, we've been together 13, 13 14, oct- married 13. 13 in and October. And you guys have been through so yeah. much together. And also yeah. you have careers, you're creative right. people mm-hmm. in entertainment. Like there's so much uncertainty and there's so yeah. many variables. To it's have- so great to come home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, I feel like we did all of these things together and I know 100 P that like I couldn't have done all of the things that I've gotten to do without him there supporting that and I hope that you feel that way. It's the same way for me 100% yeah. Yeah there's like just like this like ease of like it's truly always going home. That's how it felt when you met my family Yeah, and that's how it feels now. I mean mean, we started so we lived in Atlanta for three years Um, we weren't doing we weren't doing comedy there. We wanted to. I was we wanted to but there really wasn't any outlet for it in Atlanta. Um, I was still working in classic rock radio at 96 Rock in Atlanta before they tore that away um it became a modern rock station actually the, the day that they changed formats um they didn't even fire me i technically so i wouldn't get unemployment I, i'm technically still employed by oh, this congrats. radio station yeah that's good yeah um but then we moved to new york and started at ucb in and that was jason that was, so that jason, was me. i always wanted to be a writer um since i was really young and i always wanted to do that and i you know, but I'm working class kids. So it was very important to have like a job job. And I was working at Turner Broadcasting doing standards and practices, which are the people who say no when you want to say fuck. The censors. The censors. Yeah. Um, and then I moved when we moved. Um, I did that at CBS, too. And, and I always wanted to write. And it was always something that was like there. Um, and you had heard about UCB. Mm-hmm. And so he brought it up to me. I had no idea what it was. And you really wanted to take an improv class. And I was like. And you want to take it with me. Right. I didn't want to do it alone. Yeah. And I was like, no, I cannot possibly do improv, <laughs> um, but I will take a sketch class with you. And we took a sketch class and that was 
the beginning of yeah. that. And, and like, then we would alternate sketch and improv, sketch and improv. And then we kind of just stuck to the sketch. But I think realm. we motivated each other completely. Yeah, like I did. wouldn't have, I mean, I work at, I worked at SNL. So like, that's insane. That's like, all because of me. That is yeah, truly that. because of Jason. Yeah. Because, I'm basically Lauren Michaels in this situation. <laughs> oh God. Because <laughs> you guys, you're literally creative partners. You write together. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're also creative partners in the sense of just like supporting each other through a very crazy, yeah. tumultuous career and like all the things that come up. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever wished that it's like, oh, God, I wish one of us just like had health insurance all the time? <laughs> well, we do. We um, kind so of always done that. We, like We've if, always had day jobs. Right. So like. I mean, I still have a day job. I mean, right. I do comedy and I produce yeah. the best show and all of this other stuff. But. I still have a, a yeah. dumb day job. Right. I'm grateful for, you know, But you the have health insurance through me now. I do have health insurance through you. Oh, that's so amazing. Thank you, As WTA. soon as you get a gig, I'm out. You're, yeah. You know, I'm... Um, so, yeah. So I feel like we've always supported each other, which is really good, because I think that doing comedy can be a lonely thing. Mm-hmm. And also, you go crazy a little bit doing comedy, um, and, like, it's emotional, and... It's competitive and there's a lot of rejection, so it's great to have someone to come home to that like is always on your side. It's not yeah. an easy area to be in. No, alone. it's not. And no. like we're always like, even even when we're wrong, you know, like it's nice to have someone who's <laughs> gonna be like, yeah, you're fucking right, even yeah. though like we're fully wrong. <laughs> right. You just want someone who has your back. You just Completely. want someone to have your back. Yeah. So if someone were in the situation of like feeling those feelings and thinking this feels like the right thing, I would say go for it and yeah, don't waste completely. time yeah. because. Sometimes I think about like, that's my dog scratching his back. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's funny. I um, I will say I will add to that. Okay, like we're talking in circles too. One hundred percent, go for it. But also maybe live with each other just a little bit more. Mm. Sure, we had a hard guys, year. Yeah, you guys hadn't lived together before. Just a no. couple months before we got married, we, so we were engaged. And yeah. were there things that surprised you? Oh yeah. Yeah, I was an I was a mess. I was a complete. <laughs> I will admit it. I will put it all on the table. I was a fucking mess. And in terms of just like literally the way you kept the house? Yeah, yeah. just how I kept the house. He lived in I a like, house of boys. Right. How right. I like reacted to things, like the clothes. Like I kept clothes where the armpits were clearly gone. Uh-huh. And she's yeah. like, you really need to get a new it's shirt. I'm like, this is great. Totally. I was also very much a pack rat, uh-huh. um, which I kind of learned from my grandparents of that like Great Depression mentality. Oh, like, yeah. you got to save that. that you you never turn that into know. a rifle or something. At some point. Um, I remember when... Um, like we were just sort of, you know, like unpacking and figuring it all out. And Jason like pulled out these kitchen utensils that he had carried with him through like every iteration of his life. Like, oh my God. Like yeah. this like rusted meat thermometer. <laughs> like one of those egg slicers. Do you know what the one no. with, the, with the wires where you put like a hard boiled oh, egg yeah. in it? And you, and you go, it? you push it down. First yeah. of all, when did you use that? A. Did you ever use it? Oh, I used it all the time when what I lived in, in Georgia. What That's insane. hilarious. But that thing, that egg slicer, had been inherited from grandparents. Yeah, like it was that, like, that was probably... So it has like tons and tons of just tetanus like all over oh, your, your egg. Yeah. Like some of the metal wires were broken so it could really only cut like half the egg. Amazing. Still using it. And so you're that, like, who did I just yeah. sign up for? But I loved it. But I, I mean, it was just like, that. those were our only fights, I think. Our yeah. first year. I learned a lot. Our first year, our only fights were like, oh my God, let this t-shirt that is three sizes too small for your body right. that you got for free from a radio station go. Like yeah. it set it free. Right, right. Um, and you probably were just like not fighting on that, were you? Oh, no. 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 That's not, no, you were fighting. No, I was fighting. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I did fight it because it was still that Great Depression mentality that, you know, We were both evolving. Like I had to learn to like be with you mm-hmm. and 
you had to learn to be with me. And I think like in a normal relationship, you live together and then you learn those things. But I will say that we were married and it was like, this decision is done. We have to figure it out. <laughs> right, right. You're almost like, it's like signing the contract and then now yeah. you have to figure out how to make it work. Like yeah. we can't get out of it now. <laughs> 90 yeah. days. Did, yeah. yeah, exactly. Did you, did you go in like, do you think your expectations of marriage were realistic? Like, is it what you thought it would be? It is so much better. I would say that too because like my only expectation of marriage was what I saw from like my parents right. and everything and who got divorced who got di- my dad well, became an alcoholic yeah. my mom quickly divorced him because <laughs> oh I don't say quickly like he became an alcoholic and mom was right, out like right. it was one of those situations this is the where saddest, he had, weirdest marriage had, conversation he had gone to rehab maybe eight times and just wasn't taking that mm-hmm. was after we were married too that you but yeah like you and that watched... was a hard time during our marriage too having to you know navigate get that. through the real hard issues of my family life yeah for sure because when you get married you're bringing all your separate families come yeah. together you have all these things that are yeah. now i each think other's. like when i saw my parents like it, the situation was that my my dad like w- both of my parents worked but my mom really my dad worked in a factory he worked very long hours um he was mostly like that kind of guy, like trying to like provide for his family. My mom really navigated and handled the family life in the house and all of that. So when I saw marriage, they loved each other, but I saw like a definitely a weird division of like responsibility and work. And right. and I think that's kind of the same for my, my yeah. parents too. Like, you know, maybe they loved each other when I was younger. They did. Um, they you did. Don't have to say yeah, that. Yeah. But it, you could see like, how it was just like the situation they were in when right. I was older. Right, right, right. Um, right. I think a lot of couples and a lot of like parents, you see like they have been together so long and it's just for the situation that they're in. Right. And I think what I am grateful for is that I love you more every year. Oh, like that's true. See, what's crazy is I love her less every year. <laughs> right. So but it, it kind, kind of evens out. out. It's perfect. That's perfect. This is like because he came at it with so much love that we're like gradually getting to the right. middle place. I came at it with just like a ball full of love. And it's <laughs> I no, think I, that's I'm interesting versus. So like there's also the idea of you don't need marriage and you're yeah. just going to stay together forever. But there's something to be said for once you commit. Yeah. Then you work toward it and you work for it. And it's mm-hmm. not like as, you know, I'm just going to throw up my hands and walk out. Like you're like, wait, we have a marriage. Like there's right. no threat. Right. And I think we grew closer and like we love each other more every year because we went through some of that hard stuff and didn't back out. Right. right. You know what I mean? Right. We went through like the alcoholism. We went through like my dad dying and then her dad dying four months later. Yeah. Um. Like all of that really brought us closer. Yeah, those, like I, I mean, those hard times. I think, like, absolutely. And I don't know. Just it, it's sort of like being married. That little bit of it, um, it sort of resolved all of like the questions and relationship worries and all of that stuff. It was like it was handled, so we can focus on everything else that we want to focus right, on. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. It's v- very different than this conversation I recently had with a friend who was like, "I'm going to get married late because it'll be a shorter distance between." when I'm committed to someone and when we start hating each other and die. Because I do think <laughs> there's a lot of models of marriage sure. where like we're talking about like yeah. routine yeah. and you fall into a pattern. Right. There's a lot of relationships and marriages you see where it's like if you ask someone why they're getting married, it's like because it was time. Yeah. Then they fall into this pattern where it's like yeah. traditionally the woman gives up work and then the man never doesn't really like like her like they just like fill the role of a marriage and then when the kids leave it's like 
ugh. Yeah. What's what, is there? what is this person? What's yeah. I'm not hanging out with them. And I, I think that's like, I mean, every relationship has that, you know, like, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I, in that, like, you have to keep it fresh and interesting. You have to keep exploring things. And and if you're unhappy in the marriage, then I'm going to guess that part of that is because you're unhappy with yourself a <laughs> right, little bit. Right, right. So, like, I, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Right? Like, we're always doing things. Yeah, we stay busy. Um, we push each other. Um, yeah, like, I feel like we're big motivators. Also, like, being at SNL... You know, we've gone through like these, like, I'm very grateful for like that experience, but like, I know I couldn't have done it without him. Like, you're up all night long. Yeah. I, I'm still recovering from her <laughs> being on SNL. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's it was so great to like come home and like just be with him. And a lot of people there will stay all night long. And, you know, even people who are married um, will just like stay and, and not go home. But it was always great for me to like go to Tuesday nights when you write the whole show. Um, to be there and then leave at, you know, between six and nine, whenever it was, go home and just see Jason be a person for a second. <laughs> right. Make him read everything that I had done. Well, the nice thing about a Tuesday night, too, was, you know, the best shows live on Tuesday nights until midnight. So I'm up late anyway. And so I would send him my sketches Hans. and he would like, you know, be encouraging. I could be like, hey, maybe a I would add some jokes. Like He would add like jokes that I would never take. Never use. You used a couple. I mean, oh, yeah, I don't they, know if I ever really did. Off jokes. But I would what be. What kind of jokes am I going to write at midnight? That's going to be right for SNL. That's going to be right for SNL. But no, no, no. It was None. just nice that he was reading and thinking about mm -hmm. it. And I, here's the thing. <laughs> like, I, even if I didn't use them, I appreciated that you were thoughtful about it. That you were thinking. They were good jokes, though. I mean. <laughs> so, this Let's is. be real. This is inspiring because it is just like, I've heard people, I've heard different people say so many things about marriage. This sounds like from an outsider, such a healthy one. But I've Thank also you. heard people who um, are, they got married and they go, it's a lot of work. Like that. You know, yeah. The, the, it's, a yeah. Lot, it's a lot of work. Like they kind of are saying something. And I feel like for some people it's like, no, it's. I, I don't think it has. I mean, I do think that sometimes it, it hasn't been in a long time. It hasn't been hard work in a long time. No. But that's not to say that it won't be tomorrow. So who knows what's going to happen. But I yeah. feel like. Yes, you go through different things and different challenges. I think like the biggest challenge that we went through was when Jason's parents were divorcing and it was even harder than when our dads died, I think. Like having to navigate that and you know, I it think It was really the same time period. I would say that It was all just like one bad feeling. <laughs> It was 2009. It was just one. 2008 bad. is when this. 2008, 2009 is just one lump of bad, bad to me. Just bad. Yeah, but I think like so. So when you have these hard times, like it, sometimes it feels like, oh God, this isn't going to get better, you know. But it was nice to be just on each other's side, and and, yeah. and that, like some of those times were really tough. Like, you know, you were so impacted by the divorce, and it was before you discovered the joy of therapy. Oh man, therapy's awesome. Have you ever had a couples therapy? We did, <laughs> yes, during this time. Um, we, we went once. No, one time or two. It was at, It was one time. I believe fully that it was like two or three times. I really, okay. It must have been impactful. You got a lot of it. If it was two times. Um, Her name was, and I'm going to say it, Judy Cantwell. Cantwell. Yeah, Cantwell. Mm. Cantwell. Uh, <laughs> it's not a promising in Atlanta, title This was in Atlanta. It was during this time. Um, it, it was, was so bad. It was 
it was a hard time because Jason was like dealing with his parents' divorce. There was a lot of like I wasn't an easy person to deal with. Well, I'll admit we're going that. through a lot. Yeah. We're going through a lot. Right. An adult, you know, adult like children of divorce. It's it's a weird thing when you've everything you've relied on and trusted is suddenly different. You when know? you're older and your parents divorce, it's a little. I mean, I'm not saying it's not hard when you're a teenager. Oh my god, it's so hard. But it's a time. different feeling different. because everything that you've thought of in terms of how your family will be. Is completely different. It's suddenly different. Yeah. Um, and I think also like his family had a tradition of relying on each other during very difficult times. And so he would hear awful stories from both <laughs> sides of his parents. I was right. really the middleman between my mom and dad who both refused to go to therapy because <laughs> their idea of therapy uh, was family, family members. But totally. if, if you and also if they if Jason had been younger, then he would have been a little protected from these conversations. But they felt like, oh, he's in his 20s. He right. can handle he's these. He's one right. of the adults now. Yeah. Intimate yeah. conversations. So that was a really hard time. And so we decided to go to couples therapy um, to, to sort of <laughs> deal with this. And we met with Judy Cantwell. And she was so terrible, and she, we hated her so much. I think it helped us bond it, even it more. Us bond. That you hated her. Just how, like, we we united in a our hatred enemy. for her. Yeah, that'll yeah. do a lot. We would leave her office, and I really do think that it was, like, two or three times. I really do. Okay, I'll, I'll give you two. Okay. Um, we would leave her office and be so, like, angry with her. <laughs> <laughs> that we would love each other. Yeah. That it would be like maybe that was the goal all along. It was the goal. Yeah. In a Space Jam way. Yeah. That was the water. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert if you haven't seen Space Jam, check it out. It's an iconic film. Yeah. But it was like her technique is like, I'll yeah. piss them off so much they'll be a united friend. That was very we were much truly what it was. and we would leave. But then I think like we have gone on and we do therapy separately now and mm -hmm. I think that's enough and that's good. That makes sense. Because if you don't marriage, need to do it all together. Because well, I've heard like so many different things on this. I think it's just couple by couple. Some people yeah. have told me they love to go to the same therapist and then see them separately. Some people <laughs> yeah. go to couples therapy, some people go to separate therapists. Like I, I think any therapy that's working for you is good and like whatever mm -hmm. works for you guys. Yeah. But um I also like I can't imagine being a couple like a therapist. Like I can't imagine the pressure on that. I know. It's not just yeah. one person I'm having a conversation with. Yeah. It's like your marriage is in my hands. Yeah. I can't fuck up this marriage. It's crazy. I don't think Judy Cantwell cared. No. Yeah. Well, Judy Cantwell is like, whatever, live your live your life. Yeah. Just do your thing. Yeah, um, so we did do that during that time. So but I think like those like difficult times have brought us closer together. That see, that's that is like the sign, right? Of like a Strong marriage. That think, you would say that. I think also back to what you were saying before, where people get married and they're like, "This isn't what I expected at all." And we it's didn't bad. have a lot of expectations. We didn't have any expectations. Right, right. Also, you kind of you have to. There's a there's a give and take between the two people. I think that like really helps with that. If you're not yeah. willing to do that, yeah, you're going to have a difficult marriage. Right. Right. And what can we talk about? Sex. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. Okay. It, so you guys like you didn't have that long of a relationship. So there's like yeah. not that long of a period of comparison of like a honeymoon period versus like being married. Yeah. Um. Okay. I will say this. Um. I think because of that, because of the lack of the honeymoon period, we were still discovering each other in marriage. Right. So yeah. like, <laughs> so it was never like a dip or whatever. Yeah. Um. But I do think like working nonstop made a dip. That and makes that's sense. Fine. Yeah, I could say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. That but page. that's nice that it's like an external factor. It's not like, oh, it's between us and like the spark is gone. It's like those you just balls. were really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you say? I said those old balls. Old balls. Wonderful. <laughs> You're welcome. Great. Jason's loving it. Seeing his face right now. When does a review of this, I hope they do old balls in quotes. <laughs> He's just like getting his life at the old balls comment. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> nervously I mean, drinking my water. <laughs> I do think you're never gonna have like young balls. Young balls again. You you signed <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's done. You sent them away. Transition that ship topics. Sailed. Yeah, here we go. Like in any relationship, I think it's true that like 
um, you're never going to have that insane, like sexy, like mysterious thing <laughs> happening. That's one hundred P true. Yeah, I don't think does that even exist. It did exist. It did. It did. I think so. Okay. When you don't know what those old laws are going to look like, it's like exciting because <laughs> it's like what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? right. And even if technically it doesn't, it's not as great. The mystery is what's so hot about that. And right. then once that mystery is gone, it's gone. So that's interesting because I think with long term relationships, like I do think you, it's hard. Your hormones are going yeah. in the beginning and there's all these things that are shielding you from like, what do I really feel about this person and totally. their body and all these things. Like when you've been with someone this long, it's like, yeah. oh, I don't you don't have that. And it's like, oh, I love you and your body and all the things without all the crazy like distractions yeah. of the hormones firing. Yeah. All those endorphins. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting and weird. I think like. I'm just trying to think like what yeah. I, I feel like what's so nice about that is um, even if like your hormones aren't firing, you feel 100 percent accepted. Like this person has seen your body in all kinds of fashions. You know, yeah, have you like shared diarrhea moments. Oh, yeah. Shared diarrhea moments. Oh, <laughs> please. Every week. So how do you keep how do you find the other person attractive after that? Doesn't it go like uh, I think it comes down to love, really. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> like I love my wife so much, then she loves me that when I, you know, have like when you sneeze and have a diarrhea uh, problem, you know, you're still attractive. Oh, okay, he's saying. Um no, I think like you can you can divorce the diarrhea from <laughs> you like yeah yeah yes. you have to you, you have, have to. to but I think yeah. you know what's like it's so freeing it's like this person likes my body in every single way that I can do whatever I want with it and he's still gonna accept it and it's gonna be fine right you right know? like you don't have to perform it's like at this point you know yeah. what I look like you've seen the diarrhea moment <laughs> <laughs> right and I think we're really yeah. we're really honest with each other too one hundred percent honest with like each other. I feel like sometimes I'm fucking tired and I don't want to keep fucking doing it you know and like you're fucking tired and you don't want to keep oh yeah there have been moments like during sex where it's like do we do this let's just lie down it's fine yeah yeah you know, like how long i'm good um but then i got something out of this let's go watch tv <laughs> <laughs> got what i want that is yeah. one thing but then I think like we also know exactly what the other person likes. And so that's nice too. But then do you ever, do you feel like you can end up in a rut from that where it's like, well, this is what this person and that person, this like a, it? a, B, C, D. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sex by numbers. Yeah. I don't know, what do you think? I don't think so. I don't feel like I'm in a rut. Do you feel like you're in a rut? No. I mean, like, I feel like we're still doing weird shit, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I like, we try things. It's nothing like. I, I've got it like like there uh, you know when you're first dating someone you do all the like, the crazy stupid stuff like I remember yeah, when you're first dating someone you buy it you purchase like a Kama Sutra book <laughs> out of the bargain bin at a books and uh, at a Barnes and Noble you know I'm like used? yeah let's do this let's try no it's not even used it's like seven ninety nine because they're trying to get rid of all the excess I remember stock. like listen we've been married for 13 years I remember right. like when we were dating like I gave you fucking roadhead you know, like I wow. haven't, like I haven't given you Roadhead in That's many. That's my favorite Leonard Skinner song too. By many, the way, many, guys, many, so I'm really many, many into years. That. You know, yeah, well, you're in LA. You never Skinner. know. Could be a throwback. 
It's Grab true. We've been, little road we've been in New York a really long time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You don't do you don't do MTA. So head, that's <laughs> right. Although I've seen it, believe me. Of uh, you've seen MTA we've head. all seen MTA. Oh, yeah. head. You live I in New York for a minute, you see some yeah. MTA. Head. Is there LA Metro head at all? Have you uh, seen that? I'm sure there are. Yeah, has I've to seen be. some other things, okay. but not yeah, nearly close to what I've seen in New York. Right. Yeah, so you're not doing like the really crazy things to try to prove you are something that you aren't really to someone. And so that's nice. Like, but we are who we are, and you know how to get me off, and I don't get your old balls off there we go <laughs> right back to my my issue i was worried they weren't going to come back soon enough and they i wanted did. to make sure that we keep bringing yeah, them up the oldest balls in, in existence i also think jason like, gore's balls everyone i also think like jason is very lovely that he can still be turned on by me even though like you've given me an enema <laughs> This and is not, exactly why I wanted this podcast to happen. Yeah. And not this like in a sexual way. Like, I feel like I had a hard, speaking of diarrhea, like, <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about this, please. I had an era of not being able to poop. And sure, so it's an era. It was an era in, in Atlanta. And also there were times, too, where like, oh, my God, what's he going to say? Um, do you remember that time in Madison, Wisconsin, where you thought that you had a oh, uh, yeah, yeah, tampon yeah. stuck I'll inside you? I'll fucking tell you this. And then and then we've got to lay it down and tell your gross shit. Oh, God. Um, No, like I thought I heard a horror story from one of my coworkers in Atlanta that um, she had a friend who forgot that she had a tampon inside mm-hmm, of her mm-hmm. and it got into my head. And there was this day that we were flying out to. It probably wasn't even a, a real friend. It was probably one of those myths, like the yeah, Jersey Devil. Right, it right. happens to people. But I, we were heading out to Wisconsin. We were flying out to Chicago, and I couldn't remember taking my tampon out. And I thought, Oh my god, I've got a tampon lost inside of me. Sure. And so I got Jason. I like. This is the person that I relied on. Yeah. Laid out a towel, spread the fuck out. Jason looked inside, couldn't see anything. And it was like I went inside like I was going in a mine, like, you know, repelling (laughs) in. For sure. For sure. It was like Vietnam. You're like normally excited to be down in that area. And this is just like purely functional. This is just to get the mission done. Yes. Fact finding mission. And then we went to Wisconsin and I went to an OBGYN who Mm -hmm. looked inside and said, there's absolutely nothing there. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Phantom tampon. It It happens to all of us. This is a phantom tampon. Then I got pulled back up into the helicopter and we went back to base. And thank you for your service. And the fact that you did that for me. And still can find me attractive. Oh, I do. It's a is a big deal. But, yeah. And, and also, like I have seen you, <clears throat> I have seen you, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this. Please. Cool. Let's put it all Old up balls there. Go. Old balls. I have seen Jason leave the shower mm-hmm. with the imprint of a toilet seat on his butt. <laughs> you know. And yeah, it's like... some, sometimes it takes some time. Sometimes there's an article you want to get through. Uh, sometimes your legs both go to sleep. And I just laugh. I just laugh. I'm like, this is the guy that I married who yeah. has like a full toilet on his butt. Yeah. You know, like if the Why toilet had human words, bodies would you see it in my ass? Leaving the evidence. That's my yeah. question. Nobody's gonna want to get married after oh this podcast. God, I'm yeah. so sorry. So We've caused happy. three divorces with this with podcast. <laughs> it just already. makes me happy. I I hope that this is a reassuring podcast for people who are like worried about can I be myself? Like, mm-hmm. would someone oh love me if I were vulnerable? I mean, these are the yeah. things like humans do and feel and experience and you can find someone who's willing to excavate your vagina or love you with the ring around your butt that's magical that's amazing but I think we have a good sense of humor about each other too it sounds like that's important just sort of like just being able to laugh about that stuff yeah Yeah. and then you have like separate times and then it all works it's all good how do you feel about also like alone time and having friends outside the marriage that you see separately yeah I feel um, okay. So, Jason, oh, we have different points of view on this. I think, I like, I don't think we do, but go ahead. 
Um, okay, cool. I think um, for a very long time, we weren't able to be separate a little bit. Like doing comedy, we kind of became known as sort of a duo. And we're doing this podcast together. I think SNL, couple. my God, I think SNL was a really good thing for us because it meant that we had to live two different lives a little bit. And so during that time, Jason, like really got involved in producing the best show and still so. And I think he's like written a show for himself and like he's like doing all of these like awesome things on his own. And then I've been doing a lot of things on my own and that's good. I like it so much more. Yeah. But we still do stuff together. So. And I would say like our friends base is still very much the of same. Of course, it's very similar. Like when you're in the comedy world, your friends are going to be pretty much like yeah. going to be similar. But I think it had it had to take being separated a little bit in order to like yeah. pull us apart a little bit because yeah. we were doing everything together. And I don't think that was bad. I was I enjoy it and I enjoy working with him a lot. But I do think it was good. It was healthy. It's mm -hmm. still healthy to have time away from time to time too. Just like you know, if that means I'm in my room working on he has an dorky stuff, um, yeah. it's good to have that time, you know, yeah. so I don't have to watch certain shows or whatever. Oh, really? What shows? What shows? I can't think of any because I love every show you that watch. You watch Real Housewives, right? I watch yeah, Real Housewives, watch except for Pota uh, Potomac. I know, which I heard is good, which is like a flip of the script. Uh, I just read the article just most I was watching one of the episodes and it seems like one. it's a good thing. It wasn't good. Okay, okay well, there we you go. Differing good. opinions. Differing opinions. And that's what makes a marriage interesting. It's not pump rules, guys. It's not pump. It's no pump. And do you have like... Speaking of rules, do you have rules? Do you have like marriage rules where it's like, you know what? We don't go to bed angry. Like that kind of do we? axiom I, knowledge. I think it, like we've always, the, the unwritten rule has been no going to bed angry. We, we like if we are fighting or something, we're like angry with some about something with each other. We try to like, we're quick to joke it off. I think. Right. I think initially in our marriage, we weren't. That was right. the thing that we had to learn a little bit. Like yeah. we, I am very, <laughs> I will find like, the most the meanest thing <laughs> the cruelest thing that i can say in an argument i will find it and, and just say it yeah and jason will be so hurt but you can put and you would push my buttons like, right i knew the buttons to push to get her to that point yeah wow. so, and he, so, so we would have these fights and this is the first year that like were explosive and cruel and mean mm -hmm. And like that wasn't good. I mean, it wasn't healthy, but it was just like learning to live with each other a little bit. And those fights still happen from time to time, but they're like they're, they're not, not bad. Not, they're not cruel. They're not cruel. But um, you do say some very fun things. I, I think. will try to come up with something. Like, what, what are some of the ones yeah, your I'm favorite curious. ones that you laughed? One time, out? one time in an argument, I called him John Candy. <laughs> So th okay, so here this is a good Once story. Once I'm on a podcast, you call them old balls. Old I mean, balls. but those are love. That's love. So I had this jacket that basically looked like the Uncle, Uncle Buck. Buck jacket. Uh -huh. Yeah, the fashion thing keeps coming up. I love it's that bad. Too. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm not someone who's really into fashion at all. You know, all my clothes come from king size. Right. Uh, right. You know, fit for a king. Fit for a king. <laughs> um, but this this morning we had a fight. She called me John Candy. I went to work just steaming as i'm walking to the office the office was and at I like 36 and 8 great i love john candy too what an icon but um as <laughs> i'm walking by these guys that were like playing cards on the street quintessential new york good card you know, game on three the street card Monty. the only time i've ever seen this i know like what year is this ever seen this 1916 this was 2010 2010 and as I walk by in that jacket, they all turn and go, John Candy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I was like, how did my wife get to you? She's infiltrated. Yes. She she went That's... out of her way not only to be cruel, but to find people. She's hiring yeah. actors to play cards and yell at John Candy. Yeah, the next day I went to B&H to pick something up. And they're like, you know, you look like. And I'm like, 
um, John Candy. He's like, yeah, John Candy. Oh, so he got rid of the jacket. He got yeah. rid of the jacket. Yeah, yeah, so you were helping him because it was really the jacket. So <laughs> it just exciting. had to go. All my fashion is thank, thanks to Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's just so. trying to get it together. That's yeah. so funny. Um, But... Yeah, so like in arguments, like we would, I would name call or something right. like, right. or say something stupid, you know. And now I think when we have arguments, sometimes we'll get mad at each other, but one or the other will make the other one laugh pretty quickly, and, and it's so over we don't fast. we don't have long term arguments anymore. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think like we know when to diffuse and don't take it seriously. Oh my god! I and I also think too, sometimes you want to be mad. Yeah. You know, like you feel like you fucking want to be, you want to steam a little bit. And I think we can give each other space long enough to be mad and then to get over it. Yeah, that's another thing about your commitment to the marriage, too. It's like you can get in these fights. You can be angry. And you know yeah. it's not like, oh, they're going to walk out. It's like, mm-hmm. we're going to get through it. You've gotten through things yeah. before. Yeah. You got through things in the beginning that were super hard. It's like you're yeah. solid. Yeah. yeah. That's I think great. It, I, yeah. You got to, you got to, you know, give the fight the time that it needs um, but sometimes just you just like, want to yell. Sometimes don't you, be right. serious about it. And sometimes, you know? like you get in a fight, not a lot. Most of our fights, I think, are not because of the other person, but because of circumstances. Right. You know, because you're hungry again, or because like <laughs> it typically goes to food, or your dog is annoying. Right. And <laughs> you know, like you're fucking pissed about something, or just the situation, or you have the oldest balls, or you have the That's- oldest. I know. You know, Ugh. and you um, just can't get over I'm it. I'm so sorry. So, the, so you, so you kind of take it out on, as long as you're not playing cruel, as long as you're not being rough with each other. It's yeah. fine to like have those arguments. Jason's very quick to make me laugh, and sometimes I'm steaming, and I'm just like, I don't want to laugh right now. I don't. But you laugh. can see in her face where it's like you see the 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 smile starting to crack through I hate the it. anger, like despite herself. Yeah. That's yeah. my least yeah. favorite. Thing. Yeah. And you guys, uh, what's your attitude on children? Mm. Uh, they exist. Uh, <laughs> people them. have them. Uh, Love they what s- they do. Right. They they like grow into adults. Yeah. I do think part of why our marriage is so good is because we don't have them. Honestly, that makes sense. Because yeah. sometimes you just see these people and the kids are yeah. so much work and yeah. so stressful. I mean, we see it from time to time. Like, we'll see a kid that we love, and it's like, oh, Aww. no, yeah. should we? We were yeah. hanging out with a couple of kids that we really, really like a lot. <laughs> Our friend Sarah's two sons, yeah. and they were so awesome, and that, like, sent us on a little bit of a spiel. Like, like, oh, like this one kid said, uh, what was the Home Depot thing? Uh, um, he was asked what he wants to do when he grows up. And he said, well, I want to live in the woods behind my house and work at Home Depot. And I wanted Aww. that child. And we're like, oh, this kid's the best. <laughs> we're going to support you in your dreams yeah. however possible. I'm going to build it's you the best treehouse. It's so funny. You think like, oh, what a great ass line. Yeah. Um. So I, I also think that it's not beyond, I certainly like, up to this point, you know, like we haven't had the time to pursue that or to have kids or whatever. And we're still working on our careers. I think right, that's been right. a big a big part of it. Um, so it's something that could happen. I'm also not somebody that is like necessarily has to ha- physically have children because I know like Jason and I would be like passing along like the meanest, fattest little jeans to this kid, oh, yeah. you know, like just mean fat jeans. Like it's just so That's mean to do to a little kid, like just a little chunk monk that we would be <laughs> chunk the monk. angriest little chunk monk, you know, <laughs> um, that yeah. could happen. Really into housewives. And uh, it sounds like my friend Southern or she like I would love to pop. hang out with this child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. Person. So like that's like adopting is the thing that I'm mm-hmm. I can see. We've happening. talked about adopting. But I also but. think like it's not it's also just a 
if you're not sure about it, then uh, maybe don't do it. Decide to not. That's, exactly. that's a kind of irreversible big decision. The other part of that, though, is like I know we would be good parents. Oh. Yeah, I know we'd be because cool I parents. feel like from my outsider point of view, I feel like a strong partnership and parents who love each other yeah. and can you know get through things can raise a child well together. Yeah, it's like you already have that foundation. I think if I were in a certain place, and also it's like true, like for women, like a lot, like I just don't feel like I can be, I can do that without being in a certain place in my career. Oh, absolutely. You yeah, know? I totally Because you that. know, ultimately, you're even gonna though, sacrifice. Of yeah. course, you're going to sacrifice more. Yeah. But I mean, I love seeing like my friends who have kids who are able to handle it so well and have like beautiful families. Um, I would just love to be like uber rich and have like a full-time nanny. <laughs> I know. There's and people who have, I like know people who have like three nannies that just work around the clock I and mean, their marriage is doing great. Of course it that's is. Amazing. Yeah. Because they've outsourced every hard part of it. Um, that's the dream. That's the dream. I want yeah. a nanny. Yeah. Like, for I do me, too. I do too. Just to like swaddle nanny. me and wash me. Please. Um. So what, so I think we touched on a lot, but like, are there any other pieces of advice you'd give to people who are uh, like either thinking about getting married to their significant other or mm-hmm. are like in the initial stages that you wish you had known back in the day? Ooh. Mm. What we wish we had known? I don't know if there's anything we wish, I mean, we learned everything as we went along. That's kind I of think magical. I think the biggest well, part of it yeah. is you gotta be patient. Mm. Like if you have no patience, it's going to be tough. Yeah. You're and gonna, that's something I learned with Kristen. Yeah, like, you're gonna I learn didn't to, have patience. Well, you're going to evolve. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to meet in the middle on a lot of things. Like, I feel like there. I used to be like, I mean, I still am, but I used to be like more tightly wound and even more type A than I already am. And so I think Jason has taught me how to relax a little bit mm-hmm. and how to like not stress over everything or like worry about like, you know, like I get worried about. Every single thing. I think you've taught me to chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And what have I taught you? I don't know. I mean, I think you taught me to be like a, a cleaner, better human. <laughs> um, a grown just, up? Yeah, just a, a hu- like a grown ass man. I, he taught, I taught you how to grow up and you taught me how to be a kid a little bit. Yeah, I think we kind of oh. met in the middle there. That sounds like a plot of a John Candy movie. Oh, shit. It, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uncle right Buck in Uncle Buck 2. Yeah. Uncle Buck 2. That's um, beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like marriage, it, it, it's been so great for us, really. And I feel like when people are, one thing that's interesting to me is like when people are like afraid to get married or afraid to make that step. I never had that fear at all. Um, so I can't really relate to it. But I think like it's been nothing but good for us because, it, again, it's like you have supported me through all of my creative things and I've supported you. Mm-hmm. And I think if I were alone, like I, I mean, my God, it takes, I don't know how people do <laughs> I, mean, I think it made it like, you can go crazy learning how to do comedy and navigating the whole comedy community. And um, just like that whole world trying to like make that be your career. Like going through that by yourself, I can imagine is kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also having to worry about dating and all that. I just know that we were able to focus more on our careers. Because God right. bless. Yeah. I'm think, sorry for life for anyone know. listening. I think that like just having that support system really helped. And knowing that someone was like taking care of something. Yeah. 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 A partnership. It's a partnership. Dare yeah. I say. You yeah. must be partners. We did we did sketch together for years. Uh, we learned how to be performers together. Um, See, this is also inspiring. It's like you don't yeah. have to necessarily repeat the pattern. You can find something that works for you. Totally. You like 
create the marriage also, that works I think for it's, you. Also, I think it's true that people change so much. Like, you can't expect, here's some advice. You can't expect someone to stay the same for life. Like, you just also, can't. Also, you were 21. <laughs> I mean, anyone yeah. who I was 21, it's unrecognizable. I mean, fully. Like, Well, I that's the age you have to get married at in the South. <laughs> right. It's yeah. a different right, story right, right. in Carolina and Virginia. Um, but I do think it's true that, like, even if you're getting married at 30, even if you're getting married at 40, you're going to be a million different people over the course of time. People say that thing about like how people don't really change or whatever. That's oh, yeah. bullshit. You change a million times every year. Yeah. And I and it's okay. Like, I mean, I also I think one of the things that has saved us a little bit is that we I have never felt like I have never felt like if I if we're unhappy, if we're miserable, I think like even initially when we were talking about this when we were getting married, like mm -hmm. we talked about like if we are ever unhappy and we decide that we need to make this change and we're not happy together we're going to get divorced. Like it's, it's, it, that is a thing. Like in like the, in the marriage vows or whatever, like there was this like thing about like a covenant with God <laughs> or like till death does part. I took, we took all of those things out. We didn't have that. Our vows like talked about Springsteen. And <laughs> no, I mean like they did, but <laughs> that's true. Um, but I think like Springsteen's the only one that can divorce us. Initially we had legally. this expectation that, yeah, we're going to be different people. Yeah. We're going to change. Yeah. We're going to be able to make these changes if we need to. And if it ever doesn't work, then we'll, we'll deal with that. It. Right. We'll call it, but we're very lucky that it hasn't happened yet. And hopefully it never will. But I think we're grown ups yeah. a little bit that it could um, yeah, I don't think that it would ever happen. <laughs> I think we're way past that point. Oh, God. Um, but I do think, like, you have to be willing to accept this person every time that they change. And I'm mm -hmm. very lucky. We are very lucky that we have changed together. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. That's yep. so beautiful. You I love that. change together. I think I'm pro-marriage. Yeah. I think I, in general, it sounds great. Have you ever come close to being married? Not even close. <laughs> Not even remotely close. And That's I look okay. back on previous relationships and I'm very grateful yes. because yes. I maybe when I was 21 well let's just be frank I was mm -hmm. dating a farmer and <laughs> That's okay. he was a transcendentalist who wanted to live in oh. the woods and slaughter reindeer and oh. we were together um how we met, long uh four years we dated all through college <laughs> okay and uh where where was this what state was this in? uh it was in Connecticut okay, okay. and wow. yeah and so when I, he, there's no way he's listening to this on the farm and I don't have any friends from school. So like, whatever. <laughs> so we met. Um, a reindeer's going to walk up to him with the yeah, iPhone. Like, hey, did you hear like blowing up your, the girl from like 13 years ago? Going <laughs> up your spot. So we met the first day of college. We dated all four years. We mm -hmm. went through all the things you do in a first relationship. Yeah. And I was like obsessed with him. And it just Aww. felt like, you know, when you're 21, like this is the first thing right. and I remember we had a sit down at the end of college where it was like well what do you want to do when we graduate I was like I want to live in a city and pursue something creative mm -hmm. he's like I want I am a transcendentalist and at this point he had grown a long beard he was super skinny so. he had yeah. cut off jean shorts and a pewter necklace that had an eagle on it Hell and yeah. it was sort of like he had slowly evolved and it, it's not until I look back he evolved into the pewter <laughs> he necklace he changed okay. yeah. yeah he started out very sure he very clean cut like right. he was a soccer player yeah. and he was like a catholic and he was you know like valedictorian he was like a very specific person people changed and then, and then he, he suddenly knew how to slaughter a reindeer <laughs> exactly like okay. he was a drug drug lover and so um, <laughs> when we when we sit, sat down to to you know talk about what we would do mm -hmm. he told me he was gonna like go live in the woods and uh, it was sort of this moment of like right, college, like yeah yeah like college brought us together and that was a great context but in the reality of it we would not have made sense yeah but i do think like if i look back at who i was then first of all i was very different but also 
I think if I had gotten married to that person, it would have been so restricting. And yeah. I would have been mm-hmm. like signing up for a life as a farmhand. Yeah. Totally. You know? So I feel like you when you, you want sign, someone who's going to like embrace the you that you're going to be. Not, yes. You don't you should never exactly. subjugate yourself. Yes. People yeah. will change. But hopefully you have like enough in. And you have to push each other. Yeah. You have to push each other in positive directions and find ways like if if. Jason, yeah. if you decide you want to be a farmer, like you'd find a way. I've, I've been on a lot of farms. That's not for me. <laughs> not for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. But like, it's true. Like, I feel like you have to be, you have to, I feel like here's the thing. I think when I'm around Jason, I shine. I think I'm, when I'm around you, I shine. <laughs> Honestly. So like, you, I think when you find the person that makes you seem like a cooler, better, awesomer person, then that's the person that you should be with as long as you possibly can. That's different for me because I'm cool all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like true. It's regardless situation. of context. If yeah. you're slightly not cool, then that's who you should be. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, this has been great. I feel like I learned a lot and it's super inspiring. Um, if people want to find both of you, where should they find you on the internet? Um, you can go to my website, jason-gore.com. I'm Sonic Dash Gore. Yeah. Love a Dash Gore. Jason Gore, the golfer, I believe, already has the uh, jason-gore.com Ugh, I hate that people have to share names with golfers. I know. I know. There's so many. He's such a great He's a very guy, nice guy. He's okay, so you've nice. met him? No, we're friends on Twitter. Oh, because you're both Jason Gore. Yeah. Because they're both Jason Gore because Jason's like, literally you try to and go- they have the wrong picture. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. It's, it's very funny. I feel like every time I try to Google a friend or anybody, a golfer comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. There are a lot of golfers a lot as many as there are comedians good yeah. for them good for them yeah healthy so jason-gore.com and i'm at sonic dork on twitter great so. kristen bartlett.com haha kristen bartlett's everywhere yeah and um at kristen cheeks wonderful thank you guys so much thank you thank you forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.